Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Marnie Swedberg, and I welcome you to Marnie and Friends, a place where leaders share practical, helpful, and encouraging ways to get anything important done faster, better, and smarter. Right now, I encourage you to sit back, buckle up, and join us for fun, laughter, practical help, and clear thinking, the kind of discussion that focuses our attention off of the fluff and onto the most important stuff in life. Again, welcome to Marnie's Friends. Let's get going. Everybody, this is Marnie, and welcome to another edition of Marnie's Friends. We're so excited to have you with us today. Whether you're listening live or archives or around the internet and on our syndicate channels, we appreciate that you're here. Today's program is on management training, and our guest today is Beate Chalette, and we're going to learn more about her in just a moment. But today we're going to be talking about how to move from being overwhelmed to being awesome. What a great topic. And during the next hour, you're going to discover how you can use the advantage of awareness and why it's so powerful. A simple way to handle any painful or confusing feelings that awareness may bring to the surface. A powerful exercise to help you understand the potential changes you can expect when you embrace intentional awareness. One ridiculously simple thing you can do immediately to ensure a better life how to get crystal clear about your real needs instead of focusing on the obvious ones, the key to being able to recognize, accept, and appreciate help when it's offered, how to use this powerful lifestyle shift to enjoy more productivity, better support, and deeper rest and relaxation, the role of appreciation and how to turn around even bad outcomes, plus tips to help you maximize today regardless of what happened yesterday, a week, month, or year ago. Uh, our guest today is Beate Chalette of thewomenscode.com. And at her lowest point, Beate was 135000 in debt, a single mother, and forced to leave her home. But only 18 months later, she sold her business to Bill Gates in a multi-million dollar deal. Chalette is a nationally respected speaker, coach, and entrepreneur, plus the author of a great book called Happy Woman, Happy World, and the founder of The Women's Code. And you can find more about her at thewomenscode.com. Welcome to you, Viate. Well, thank you so much for having me, Marnie. I've been looking forward to this all week. Right, and I'm so excited to have you here, and it's a great topic, how to move from overwhelmed to awesome. <laughs> Everybody needs that. Life right now is, uh, it can be quite overwhelming, but it also can be really terrific, and I'm excited to kind of dive into this. Uh, with you today and your cool book, The Women's Code, Happy Woman, Happy World. So um, let's talk first about awareness because I think just being aware, A, that you can be easily overwhelmed by life, but then also that there are alternatives. So what are some advantages of awareness? Excellent. Well, you know, awareness is the first pillar of The Women's Code. And awareness is always the very first step and I I recommend so for for anybody who's listening for your entire audience the first step is always sort of using it's almost like a childlike curiosity and saying wait a minute stop what's going on what am I doing is this working is this not working what are the facts because every day there's so much that comes at us that we you know especially when we're working mothers that we are so into the minutia of our daily lives and the machine that we rarely even stop to think because we just do, do, do. So the first uh, 
first part of awareness is and how you can use it to your advantage is just stop and think about what's going on. Yeah, I was just uh, we were talking with a consultant earlier today at our retail store, and um, he was talking about how he takes about uh, half an hour, or, I'm sorry, half a day, once a month, and just steps back and looks at his consulting business because he was mentioning how it's so true that you just get carried away with the busyness of everything, and you forget how important it is to pause and to just look at it as if with eyes of someone else. I always uh, I like to say, if you hired a coach and they came in and looked yeah. at your life, what would they tell you? Because usually you already know, don't you? <laughs> you actually take time to That find. is, Marnie, you're absolutely right. And it's so interesting that it is so obvious when we look at somebody else and we can outline exactly everything that's wrong, we can outline everything that they're not seeing. But when it comes to us, it's much, much harder. And I've heard somebody in a conference say once, well, you can't see your blind spots. It's called a blind spot for a reason. Right. But the awareness really is that, is that step to help us to just say, you know what, let me just think about this for a moment. Yeah. Yeah. And why do you feel like awareness is so powerful? I think awareness is powerful because it, um, it sort of gets us back into the present. When we are in you know because we we go through our days we said by the end of the day i'm going to have you know to, i have to do all these things but instead of being in the moment as we are continuing to move through one thing after another we oftentimes just look forward to when it's all done i can't wait until i'm home and i can fall into my bed and finally go to sleep because i'm so tired and so the whole day goes by and we are not having awareness in the meeting we're not having awareness with our children we're not having awareness with our partner we're not having our awareness in our religious or spiritual practice and because we we are forward projecting so the awareness is powerful because it will allow you to make you enjoy your life step by step more yeah i can't agree more i just i just think the power of being in the present is so uh missed in our very uh chaotic as well as multitasking world it's very difficult to be present in the moment but it's so it it just makes the difference between having a wonderful life and missing life altogether, you know, just being washed down, you know, the side of the mountain with the other waves, you know, it's just it's so much more fun when we can be aware and in the moment. So sometimes, though, being in the moment is kind of painful um, because it's easier to not think about some things that are happening to us in the moment or things emotions that are maybe triggered in the moment. So what happens when we're in the moment and then uh, we wish we weren't? <laughs> well, that happens uh, quite a quite a bit as well. I, I believe it is a very natural thing in life that things go wrong. Somebody says something that's hurtful. Our feelings get hurt. We, we make a mistake. We totally mess something up. So awareness really is about a non-judgmental, look at it. So I, I believe that especially women, Marnie, are so prone to this. We are the hardest ones on ourselves. We keep beating ourselves up for not being perfect. I see this with my 23-year-old daughter. It's almost like 
every mistake she makes is so personal to her instead of saying, you know what, um, this is, you know, we, we go through life to live and to make these experiences. And these experiences allow us to say, this was a good experience, this was a great experience, this was not a good experience, this was a terrible experience. And that's how we enrich our lives by learning from our mistakes. So the awareness is, a, the call to action in the awareness is really a neutral look at what's going on that doesn't say, Marnie, you have my permission now to beat yourself up because you uh, you said something that you maybe shouldn't have said, but it's about, wow, um, I see what happened, how I felt when I did that. I see what the response was and when I said that. So I'm, you know, I could have done better, but I'm looking forward. So my effort is about recognizing, not judging, and then moving ahead. Yeah, absolutely. I love in the sports world, you know, Michael Jordan has the world record with less than 50% of his shots bagged. You know, Ty Cobb has the world record in baseball with less than 40% of, of, you know, balls connecting with his bat. (laughs) And they go out there and they're the pros and they're the best in the world and they're shooting 40 to 50%. And yet we really expect ourselves to be 100% and that just isn't, that isn't going to happen and it's okay. I, my husband and I have a way of doing it at our at our businesses. You know, if we've tried something and it didn't work, we look at how much money we invested, and if we lost five thousand dollars, we say, well, you know, that was about five, uh, five credit college class. You know, I mean, <laughs> everything is something to learn from and something to grow from instead of like what you said, something to beat yourself up about. Absolutely, and I call it in the book, "Happy Woman, Happy World." I call it. Uh, suffering from the superhuman paradox where somehow we believe that we have to be 100% at everything. Yeah, yeah. And and it's, it's interesting because actually some people around us are putting pressure on us in that same way. How could you not get that right? How could you not do that? How could you not know that? But the reality is, is that you simply can know and do everything that everyone else can. However, you can do some things that other people don't know how to do. <laughs> so, I mean, isn't that the truth? Of course. Of course, because if it's after the fact, of course it's easy to go back and say, how could I have missed it? But you did. So uh, let's move on. Let's get over it. Let's not be so hard on ourselves on some things we just could never see coming. When I use the term reframe, reframe it what does that mean to you reframing to me means that i would uh, i would go back and i said is there another way to look at it and i like that mm-hmm. you use the term reframing because i believe that it is vital for us uh we have an initial innate response to something and then i think reframing is a great exercise to say let's go back and see can we reframe it what would it be if I'd look at it from a different perspective? Yeah, I love it. I I have this prayer that I pray. Um, I just say, God, talk to me about this from your perspective, because I think my perspective is pretty limited in the big scheme of things, and I just love to just get the bigger perspective on things that put things, you know, it helps to see, oh, this is just one little moment in a whole life. <laughs> of learning, you know, this is okay, and, you know, to change humiliation into humility, you know, and to actually reframe things into 
uh, truth instead of just seeing it for whatever it is right in the moment. Beate, um, have you had like, you know, in in your bio, in your intro, I just, you know, talked about when you were really in debt and you were a single mom and you had to leave your home. What was what was something that really helped you to make it through that season of time? It's really interesting that you that you say that, and you know I know a lot of your audience is a very Christian, so my turning moment was when I am you know sort of at my very, very worst point, and you you said it, I was hundred thirty five thousand dollars in debt, I'm a single mom, and this phone call on you know where we were being forced to leave the house came when I'm at my father's funeral in Germany on top of a mountain in this beautiful Baroque church. And we literally just had buried my father. And my phone rings, and it's my office in Los Angeles telling me that we've just been served a notice. And I did fall on my knees, and I did raise my fist, and I did yell at God, I have to admit it, for about a minute. And I said, if there is a plan this would be a very good time to fill me in because (laughs) at the end of the day, what was my saving grace was that I said, I cannot believe that God put me through all of that and that at the end of the day, the joke would be on me that I would sink in flames on my ship. I believed that the reason I had been put through so much hardship, and this was not small stuff, these were big, 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 big blows, was that I had to come out on the other end victorious to live to tell the story. But I, you know, I didn't know what that would look like, but I knew in my heart that I that somehow this would turn. I didn't know when. I didn't know how. I didn't know if I was going to go in, you know, bankrupt. I didn't know exactly the details, but I always believed that God had a plan for me, always, always. And that, in the end, really saved me that when it started to shift and I then designed the women's code, all of a sudden it is so clear, Marnie, because how could I not relate now to where women are, what we struggle with, with our work-life balance, with our career choices, with the way we feel about ourselves, with the, with the, you know, how we're driven. I do because I've been through it, a lot of it myself. And so that's really the belief the joke cannot be on you. And I don't think it is. I don't think God's cool. Yeah, I love it. I, I I like the phrase, you can't always trace his hand, but you can always trust his heart. Well, this is Marnie Swedberg visiting today with Beate Chalette of thewomenscode.com. We're going to come right back and talk about a powerful exercise to help you understand the potential changes you can expect when you embrace internal awareness and the one ridiculously simple thing you can do immediately to ensure a better life. We'll be right back. Womenspeakers.com is the largest online directory of Christian women speakers in the world, featuring over 1,700 women speakers from every experience level, denomination, and fee range, some near you. Visit Womenspeakers.com to find the perfect speaker for your next event or to get training to be a speaker, author, or media personality. All training and connections occur online anytime you have time. Find a speaker, add a speaker, or become a speaker at www.womenspeakers.com. 
money troubles got you down? Visit www.godlywealth.com to discover the fastest way to financial peace. You'll gain perspective, biblical training, and clear direction to help you move from terrified to triumphant. It's all free and available to you online at www.godlywealth.com. Not only will you learn a balanced, godly perspective about money, but you'll also enjoy scripture set to music, a wealth roster worksheet, and much more, all free and online at www.godlywealth.com. That's www.godlywealth.com. Welcome back. This is Marnie, and our guest today, Beyonce Celeste, is talking with us about how to move from overwhelmed to awesome. So, uh, Beate is the author of Happy Woman, Happy World, and her website is thewomenscode.com. Beate, let's talk a little bit about an exercise that we can do to understand the potential changes that might occur when we embrace and embrace intentional awareness. Okay, so uh, one of the things is that I, you know, I have designed in my book, it's a concept called egorism. And egorism is, I want you to imagine that you look at your life like a loaf of bread. And so you're very hungry. You go to the bakery and it's warm, it smells great, and you just want to take it and just shove the whole thing in your mouth, which of course doesn't make a lot of sense. So you couldn't possibly eat the whole loaf. So what you do, you take it home, you take a bread knife and you cut it into slices and you're going to have one immediately because it's so good. You're going to put some butter and some jam on it and some later maybe with garlic bread or with your dinner or with your lunch or whatever it is. So this shows you that you can have the the entire loaf of bread. You just don't do it all at once. So what is our lives are exactly like that, where we take that bread knife and we cut it into slices, manageable slices. I call this egorhythm, your own rhythm. Other people call it a phase. You may call it a wave. And so in uh, my book, Happy Woman, Happy World, I've identified how you can figure out which egorhythm you are in, and I've identified nine of them. And I'll give you one example. So for uh, if you were to have a child and you give birth to a baby now you are a new mother so you would be in your mom egorism and so for the duration of an egorism which is usually about three to four years i want you to set a main focus which ties in with the awareness a main focus on just being a mom don't worry about your career don't worry about the relationship don't worry about your family and friends don't worry about any of the other stuff just enjoy and focus and be aware in that egorism. And that is, um, you know, been voted the favorite, favorite exercise from anybody who's been exposed to the Women's Code, read the book, because what it does, it gives you permission to be aware and in the present. Hmm. You know, I, I've often compared many things to that particular stage, like the new baby stage. Um, then there's, you know, like a new business stage stage, uh, there's a new book stage, there's a new learning curve stage, you know, all these things that you go into. And it's so funny, because people would never say to a new mom, they would never say to a new mom, you should take better care of yourself, you should, you shouldn't be getting up two times a night, you should sleep. (laughs) You know, we have this, we have this bubble for a new mom that we don't give permission to people in other new situations we tell someone who's starting a business you shouldn't be working so hard you shouldn't be doing this but in all of these in all of these eco rhythms 
actually they take uh, they take a certain amount of investment that's maybe unlike other investments in your life. They are unique to themselves and they need your attention. I love that. I think that's that's really cool. So how do how do you balance then? Because obviously you still have the other things in your life. Um, you don't all of a sudden not become you know married when you have your baby. You still have your spouse or whatever. Uh, so how do you balance that all then? Well, the idea is that uh, the idea is to set the main focus. The main focus is on what the ego rhythm is that you're in. I'm not saying that we cannot pay attention to all the other things, but the awareness just is that the more th- other things we pay attention to or make it equally important, the more stressed out we will be. So the balance comes from saying, I am a new mom. That's my main focus. I am still with the relationship, but I found that when you have a conversation with your significant other with your partner and you say, I am going into this mom egorism and I'm really trying to figure out what that's all about. I need you to primarily support me because for men it's just as a difficult as a transition as it is for women because now there's this, the, the dependency, the, uh, you know, they look at the, that the wife now as a mother and so the relationship between a husband and a wife also changes. But if a man knows what to expect to say, I, you know, let's focus on this baby for the first three years to really get that right and um, I will make the relationship important, but it just probably can't be the main focus because I have yet to see a new mom that that is not so engaged into uh, you know, f- feeling the needs of, of this dependent child uh, primarily. And there's so much going on with us women and our physical changes, our emotional changes, that it's hard enough to keep ourselves and the baby together, less of all worrying about the relationship. So the balance really comes, you know, just to say this one more time, the balance comes from having a clear main focus and a clear communication and enlisting the support from those around you to say, this is what I'm doing, this is what I've decided, I'm asking you to support me. And more often than not, they will because now they know what's going on. It's not this crazy, crazy thing that's going on, but you've told them and they can help you. It is so wise. It's so wise because it's going to happen one way or the other. There's just too much to learn. There's too many stresses, especially I love the new baby example because your body hormonally is changing. You've got to learn all these new skills as a mom. You have to figure out how to function without sleep to a degree you probably haven't had to do before. I mean, there's all kinds of things going on. It's just so wise. I remember when we bought our restaurant, and um, I said to uh, one of my sisters and a best friend, I said, okay, I want you to just pretend, like, for the next six weeks that I'm on a Caribbean cruise having the time of my life. You're not going to hear from me much but I want you to know that I'm okay and I'm going to come through this and I'll be back. But I just want you to know I'm going to be gone for like six weeks here with this new business. And that was the reality. And I was so glad to have communicated that in advance and for them to have just realized, okay, we're not going to be able to have as much time together as we're used to, but she'll be back. It, it, it really does help the other people in your life. What a fantastic example and really a great example of the awareness we're talking about today because when you are clear, when we are clear, when we as women are clear, and we don't try to, because I think more often than not, Marnie, women are afraid of hurting somebody else's feelings. 
So we assume, we assume that your sister or your, your friends will be upset with you if they don't hear from you. What really is happening is that they are upset if they call you and you don't call them back. And if you call them back and then you're completely distracted. So they're your friends, they're your family, those are the people that love us, they want to support us, they just sometimes need a few pointers on how that can best be done, especially with men, Marnie. When we tell the men around us how we can be best supported, they love to help us, they love to stand behind the women, they just need a little bit more help with the how. And I think it's really not... It's not thinking clearly when we think nothing is going to change. You know what I mean? We have to be yeah. we have to be willing to face the fact. Okay. And I and I I remember before our first child was born, I was sitting with a friend who had just had a baby. She had her baby five months before our our first child was due. And I was sitting with her and I was watching and she nursed the baby and then we were doing some other things and then the baby woke up from a nap and she nursed the baby again and I said to her out loud, I said, How how long does that take? And she said, Oh, about like an hour. And I said, and how many times a day does that happen? And she said, hmm, seven or eight. And I said, so really just nursing the baby is a full-time job. And, you know, for me, that was just mind-bending. I couldn't even fathom that just nursing the baby was a full-time job. So I think we just don't really, until we're there, a lot of times we don't know how it's going to be. But what we can know is that when we're doing something radically different in our life, it's going to be a change, and we have to give ourselves permission and the people around us permission to um, make the transition. You know, um, you have a ridiculously simple thing that we can do to immediately ensure a better life, and I'm dying to know what that is. Um, well, I mean, for me, you know, the most ridiculous thing, uh, and uh, help me if you were referring to something else, because I know you read the book and uh, and, and um, want to make sure we talk exactly about what you had in mind, but the most ridiculous thing that women can do that's very easy is to use what I call a wanted all list and to write down everything that you want. So that way we can achieve, that way we know when we achieve what we set out to achieve and giving ourselves acknowledgement. Mm, I love that. I like to, I put, I, what I do is I put everything in my open hand. That's what I do. I just have all these dreams and wishes and um, goals and aspirations and I put them all in this open hand and I just say, God, this is what I think I want. <laughs> but what I really want is what's best. And so I just put this in this open hand and what I find is that a lot of times it doesn't turn out exactly the way I expected or hoped or dreamed that it would, but oftentimes that's good because I had no idea what that other thing would have looked like, <laughs> you know, once you get there. A lot of times we dream of things and we don't know what it'll cost, what it'd be like, and we don't even know, but I love the idea of just being really honest and open with ourselves about what's truly in the deepest part of us as far as our wants go. So when you when you have people do this, what are some of the surprises that bubble to the surface when someone really allows themselves to think through what they truly want. It is unbelievable what happens. I'm going to tell you a story of that happened at the Women's Code Conference. So we're talking about, you know, sort of defining what what we want and finding time for ourselves and really giving ourselves that support and permission to do so. And there's a lady in the audience, her name is Carol, and all of a sudden I start seeing her, she starts crying. 
And I, I said, Carol, what's going on? And she said, you know, I, I am realizing right now that all I really want is to be able to enjoy a bubble bath for 25 minutes by myself. So she lives with her husband and her two children in a yep. small two-bedroom apartment with one bathroom. And she is the caretaker. I mean, she takes care of everything all the time. So inevitably when she goes in the, in the, in the bathroom, uh, somebody knocks on the door or somebody needs to use the restroom or somebody needs to uh, wash their hands. I mean, for, for some reason, every time she goes in, it won't happen. And then when her family was gone uh, and she could have taken the bubble bath, then she felt guilty and started cleaning up the house. So she said, I, I, I can't believe that I'm having such difficulties with such a simple thing. So what we did is we went through, you know, the Women's Code exercises of, of uh, enlisting support from those around us by just changing the language. And so what she did is that evening she went home and she said to her husband, um, what could, what, how you can support me is by when I am ready to take, you know, a nice luxurious bath when I need a little bit of me time, if you please can take the kids and, and leave the house or take them outside or do something so I can ensure that nobody comes in the bathroom when I'm taking, uh, when I'm taking this bath because I really need that time for myself to recharge. Sure enough, the next morning, she walks into the conference day two, and it's a changed woman. I said, Carol, I said, you're beaming. What happened? She says, I, I asked my husband to support me by giving me that half hour in the bathroom. He took the kids. I don't even know where they went. And I had a fantastic time, and I, for the first time, gave myself permission to enjoying and being in that moment. And that is how simple it can be to shift that stress into something that recharges us. And I love, love, love telling the story because it's really changed the way she is getting her friends and her family to support her with a bubble bath, an uninterrupted bubble bath. <laughs> love that. We have not because we asked enough. Well, this is Marnie visiting today with Beate Chalette on the topic of Moving from overwhelmed to awesome, we're going to come right back and talk about how to get crystal clear about your real needs and also the key to being able to recognize, accept, and appreciate health when it's offered. We'll be right back. Christian Women's Events. At womensevents.info, you can find events to attend. Learn how to plan amazing events for your group or publicize your own upcoming Christian Women's Events. It's all available to you at womensevents.info. Just click your state to find all the major women's events coming to your area or type in the month and year you'd like to attend an event to see all your options nationwide. It's that easy. If you want to promote an event, just click Add Event. Event publicity is available on a per-event basis or free to members. Finally, if you want to learn how to host awesome events, retreats, and well-attended conferences, click Event Planner Training. Once again, it's available a la carte or included in the membership. It's all online and here for you 24-7 anytime you have time at womensevents.info. That's www.womensevents.info. 
Do you lead a women's Bible study or know someone who does? Check out BibleStudyExpo.com. That's www.BibleStudyExpo.com. Here you'll meet the authors of the most recently released Bible study books for women. You'll meet Liz Curtis Higgs, Lisa Devere, Pam Farrell, Elisa Morgan, and dozens of other Bible study book authors. Each author is given 15 minutes to share the story behind her book, her ideal audience, and a little bit about the study's format so you can decide which Bible studies you want to introduce next. It's all available to you free and online at www.biblestudyexpo.com. That's www.biblestudyexpo.com. Welcome back. This is Maureen, and we're visiting today with Beate Shalat of the Women's Code.com. We're talking about moving from overwhelmed to awesome. Shalat, as we come back, I'm sorry, Beate, as we come back, I love your last name, too. It really could be a first name. I think that every time I say it, Shalat, it's such a pretty last name. Um, anyway, I, and the back. funny thing about that, the funny thing about that is, I always say uh, when people say, "Where's the last name coming from?" I said, "That was the best thing from my ex-husband, and the only thing I kept." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it yeah, is a good name, so I, 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 I said, "I'm keeping it." Keep that name. Well, let's talk about how to get real crystal clear about your real needs instead of focusing on the obvious ones and. Yeah, I mean, this is this is such a big deal. Um, we can just fight fires all the time, can't we? And we can miss miss what we're really here to do. Oh well, first of all, I mean, we seem to believe that everybody around us needs to have a crystal ball, uh, so that they automatically assume on what we need or want. I remember my mom, Marnie. She would talk about herself in the third person because I guess she thought it was impolite. So she would say. One must know when one is so exhausted that one needs help. And we are all very puzzled because it's pretty cryptic. Mm -hmm. So what is she talking about? So um, when we come to support or being supported, communication, language is really, really the key to getting what Mm -hmm. we need. Yeah. And just being being willing again to step back and to look at things instead of just to be swept through life by what feels urgent. Uh, what feels oh, yes. urgent is not always what's really important. Yes. And I have a great example on that, which is a very personal example. So I, I'm i in a wonderful relationship, and my boyfriend, Gary, is a fantastic cook. And he is you know, a family man. He loves uh, taking care of everybody. So we were having a family gathering at his house, and next thing I know, he's running around and he's doing this and he's doing that and he, he looks cranky. He looks like he's having a miserable time. And then he gets short with, with his mom and he's snapping at his sister. And then his sister says, can I help you? And he, and, and he says, no. And I said, well, maybe we should help you. And she starts cutting the slicing the tomatoes, but she's not doing it right. So it was it was not a great experience for him. So at the end of the day, when everything was sudden said and done, we had cleaned up, I sat him down. I sat down with Gary and said, what would have to happen for you to make this a good experience? And that is, I think, the key question so many of us have to ask when we talk about being supported or what's wrong. What would have to happen for this 
to be a great experience for us or for the person that we are with. And again, now we're going into the clarity. And Gary said, I need more help. I said, that's fantastic. I said, but I remember when your sister offered, then she wasn't doing it right. So the key really is to then be okay to let other people help you but the way that they're comfortable with helping you. It's not about cloning mini-me's that all do it exactly like you want. It's about allowing others to contribute in their way because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter which way the tomatoes are sliced. Right, right. Yeah, and, and I mean, this is huge because, um, you know, then that's the next thing we're going to talk about here too is that a lot of times people are offering you assistance. People are available to you but you aren't able to see that. You aren't able to appreciate what they can bring. Yes, and then and then we say, no, I'm fine. So how about we ask absolutely everybody who's listening to this call, the next time somebody asks you if they can help you, you just say yes. <laughs> Easy, <laughs> done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and it does it does require us to just open hand again to just release a little bit of the control freak inside of all of us that wants it to be done the way we wanted it and all that. But, you know, at the end of the day, the relationships that we have are more important, specific way that it got done. And the partnerships that we build as we work together are just invaluable. Oh, bravo. That's exactly right. And so when, you know, when my brother visited me with his family from Germany, and they're in my kitchen. And so I said to my brother, I want you to do uh, the meat. My brother says, I don't cook. I said, here are the instructions. I'm sure you're going to do just fine. His daughter was in the kitchen. I said, I, I'd like you to do the cucumber salad. And she says, I've never made a cucumber salad. I don't know what spices to put in. I said, well, here's the spice rack. I want you to just give it a try and use your own taste buds. Make a cucumber salad that you would enjoy because what do we care what the spices are and whether you use dill or oregano as long as it tastes good we're going to be okay and we had such a great time because now the experience is an adventure it's an exploration it's getting to know each other it's being playful and i think that that is the key to um you know getting out of this overwhelmedness is to allow others to contribute on their terms and to make it fun to be a part of something versus being scolded when it's not done right. Oh, it is so demoralizing to be asked to help and to go ahead and help and then have somebody um, rip apart what you did. I mean, that's, that's when people will step back from you and they will stop asking to help you anymore <laughs> if you do that. Uh, but if you can really release and let them just do it to the best of their ability, one of the things I was thinking when you were talking about, you know, setting your setting your people free in your kitchen to to make these recipes they've never made before, one of the things that is amusing is that even with experienced cooks, if you give ten experienced cooks the same exact recipe and have them bring it to the event uh, so that everybody's table can have the same exact uh, thing it will come out 10 different ways. It's amazing with exactly the same recipe. So 
so all of the spreadings that we do that it's done specifically the same way, it, it is really, really, it's ridiculous. It's, it, it isn't necessary and it really robs us of a lot of joy in relationship. I never even thought about that, but you're probably right because one person makes it a little bit more spicy, the other one makes it, you know, use a little bit more of that or decorates it differently, but you're absolutely right. I think it, it is about walking away from judging the results. And this is, I believe, where mm. being Christian or, 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 or having a belief really comes in very helpfully is to say, what about if I don't just trust God, but what if I trust that all of this is just like that? All of this is meant <laughs> to, all of this is perfect the way it's coming to me instead of judging. Right, right. And then in, in asking for help, too, there's the, there's the large component of releasing it. So there's two ways to ask for help. The one way is, would you help me by cleaning the bathroom? Okay, it's still your responsibility, but you're asking for help this one time versus saying to a husband or maybe a child, um, I'm going to give you the responsibility of cleaning the bathroom from now on. I mean, that's huge difference in what's going to happen. Yes, and I actually uh, in, uh, encourage everyone to do, uh, you know, to do the balance training, which is, comes free with the book Happy Woman, Happy World. And in the balance training, what I uh, what I have outlined is sort of on how to uh, do a this family calendar together and how to schedule your own time, your me time in the calendar, and then also to have your your partner, your husband, your kids schedule sort of their events so that um, everybody understands that a day only has 24 hours. It's shocking how many people think that they could squeeze 36 hours into a day. A day only has 36, uh, 24 hours. You do have to sleep. And so when you schedule things out and then it becomes very clear there has to be a time where chores are being done. And so when you look at it, it says, well, here's what's available. Um, What are you going to do and where are you going to fit it in? It becomes just a whole different collaborative environment or a fear versus us telling other people what to do. And let's face it, who wants to be told what to do? Nobody. Right, right. I love that. And we had, um, when the kids were still at home, I had this sheet, and it was called um, Getting Ready for Company Tonight. <laughs> it had all the chores and how many minutes estimated it would take to do each chore, and if it was located mm-hmm. upstairs or downstairs or outside or whatever. And we would just, I just would lay it on the counter, and I'd say, I need 30 minutes from everybody. And everybody would just pick in, and they could pick whichever ones they wanted. As soon as they got done with that, they'd come back and initial that off and then take another one. What was interesting is that um, because they had to initial it and they could see how many minutes everybody was doing, it became clear uh, pretty soon if somebody was, you know, shirking responsibility or trying to get out of it, taking longer on something. And it was a little peer pressure for everybody to work as hard as they could, as quick as they could. But it was amazing how much work could get done when, you know, in 30 minutes, if all of us just worked at it, and like you said, it's always more fun to pick what you're going to do instead of be told what to do. So I love that so much. Well, this is Marnie Swedberg, our guest today. The artificial lad is talking with us about moving from overwhelmed to awesome. We're going to come right back and talk about how to use a powerful lifestyle shift to enjoy more productivity, better support, and deeper rest and relaxation and more. So don't go away. What's your next step? 
Are you tired of scouring the internet to find the training you need to take you from where you are today to where you want to be? Stop searching and start moving towards your goals with over 150 targeted training modules available to you at Marnie.com. You can learn how to speak, how to write, how to get published, how to get media coverage, and so much more. All available at Marnie.com. That's M-A-R-N-I-E.com. Are you enjoying every single bite eating with God? If not, visit www.eatingwithgod.com. That's eatingwithgod.com. Discover the easiest, most enjoyable way to move from where you are with food today to where God wants you to be in His perfect time and way. There are free daily bite recordings available to you at www.eatingwithgod.com or you can purchase the entire set of Daily Bites, 31 individual daily MP3 words of encouragement, plus the book, Gasping for Grace, 31 daily devotionals for discouraged dieters. To start moving toward your God-given ideal weight, visit www.eatingwithgod.com. That's www.eatingwithgod.com. Welcome back. This is Marnie, and we are coming near to the end of this program with Beate Chalette on moving from overwhelmed to awesome. Beate, let's talk next about how to enjoy more productivity, better support, and deeper rest and relaxation. Yes. So I believe that, you know, again, uh, just to recap some of what we were talking about, the pillars, the three pillars of the Women's Code are um, awareness, support, and collaboration. So we talked about awareness, you know, taking a non-judgmental approach where we are at, what's going on, where we perhaps need help, better support. The second pillar is we, you know, we, we ask for support, we get uh, again, not ju- not in a judgmental way. We have other people come in, allow them to help us get clear on what it is where we need support, give other people support without depleting ourselves. And now we get to the third uh, pillar, which is the collaboration aspect of the Women's Code. And so the, the, the deeper relaxation, the deeper experience, or the being more present really comes, I believe, from having these meaningful interactions with with other people. That's how we are connected. That's how we feel comforted. That's how we feel at home. That's how we feel the love. That's sort of how everything comes together. The you know the first first thing I do want to urge the women that are listening uh, to this call, Marnie, is to stop suffering from the superhuman paradox. So give up perfection it's 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 while i appreciate that we always want to give it 100% wherever we can but we do need to set priorities and you said it earlier we have to make it about the people we have to make it about the relationships so i think that always has to come first to say am i being taken care of in this are the other people are taken care of in this, but you have to make sure that we we really nurture and love ourselves in such a way that we can enjoy life and stop this 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 overwhelmed running from A to B. So that's my my sort of big message is is stop, just stop, go through the pillars, and then arrive at this. What do I need? 
to feel good? What do I need to happen, have happen today? Some of the very simple things I recommend in the Women's Code, and I, I outline some of this in, in uh, Happy Woman, Happy World, is a simple example. So if you usually go to a coffee shop and you have your coffee to go, why don't you take the 10 minutes that it takes to drink a cup of coffee and make it to drink there? Drink it out of a real a porcelain a cup, a saucer in a cup, or a, and sit down and enjoy your cup of coffee or your cup of tea so that we stop this running from A to B. Or, for example, when I was getting ready for our phone call, I have created in my office now a corner where I have um, bought four incredibly comfortable chairs, which is where I have my client meetings. And I've created an environment that's really, really beautiful. So instead of sitting at my desk with the computer going and the notes up and, and, you know, and everything going all at once, I walked away because I wanted to focus on you and our conversation. I wanted to make sure that I was connected with you, that I was giving your listeners sort of my full and undivided attention. And it's a celebration of what we're doing in the being fully in the moment, the awareness of being fully in the moment that I think really creates that shift that we we, we need to feel happier. Absolutely. And I know so many gals really feel like they shouldn't think about themselves for some reason that they are the last person they should think about. But I liked how Jesus said it. And if you count how many times the word you is in here or the assumed word you, you get, you get the picture of what Jesus said. He said, you love the Lord, your God, with all your heart and your soul and your strength and your might, and you love your neighbor as who? Yourself. And that you have to, you have to take care of you. If you want to have anything to give, you have to take care of you. You have to let God communicate with you. And then you have overflow for other people. But if you're always diving into an empty well to serve the people around you, it just doesn't work. It does not work. Absolutely. And it's also an energetic an energetic component in this. Because when I exude happiness, when 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 we feel that we are at the right place, doing the right thing, and our heart really truly connects with who we are with and what we're doing, and that love and that joy comes forward, then we are we are inspiring everybody around us. And people say, I don't know what it is about that Marnie, but just talking to her makes me feel amazing. So it is that um that that I think it really brings the joy. And so the joy comes from honoring ourselves and our role in this. Nobody ever said you're here to be a slave to your to-do list. It is about enjoying life. And, you know, and we get caught, believe me, I've, I wrote the book and I get caught in it. I just had this yesterday. And so I took a pen and wrote on my whiteboard. It's right there, I'm looking right at it. I wrote one word and it said, simplify. Because I, again, got caught in my to-do list and everything I needed to get accomplished, and it's quiet in the summer, so why not fill the, this beautiful summer with a whole bunch of things that I can get accomplished? I'm like, 
but I'm jealous looking at the, at the Facebook pictures of my friends who are all having these great vacations and they're traveling and here I am and I'm going like, well, why don't I you know, just add one more thing? And so I wrote down simplify and uh, then I just sat on it. So we do get caught in it, but the trick is let's be aware, let's stop ourselves and, and, and right. see if we can switch that. Right. Our next thing we want mm-hmm. to talk about for just about a minute is appreciation, and I just, I just am such a, it's so important, thankful no matter what you're going through. For you, Beate, when you teach appreciation and how to, how it turns around even bad outcomes, what is something that comes right to the forefront to your mind? I, you know, for me, appreciation. I gave the example earlier was that really everything sort of logically built on each other. We may not understand why we're going through something today, but eventually it will all make sense. So appreciation is not just for the good stuff, but especially for the bad stuff or the tough stuff because that defines who we are and it defines our character and it gives an opportunity to grow. Yeah, absolutely. It really changes everything. I, I have this saying I adopted a couple of years ago and I just love it. I just say, you know, I know that someday when I see Jesus face to face, I'm going to understand all the things that he was doing right now in my life to help me, to protect me, to provide for me. And I want to be as grateful right now in this moment when I can't see all of that as I will be then when I can. And so that really has helped me to be able to just say, no, I just trust that something good is going to come out of this, that something good will come out of this. And it just does, it, it really is a lot of the need to be upset. I mean, we kind of, otherwise we kind of need to be upset. Yes, and, and, to, and to build on that, you know, I've been asked oftentimes on how I survived what I call my decade of bad luck. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's a day at a time. Sometimes it's an hour at a time and sometimes it's a minute <laughs> at a time. But you have to have that trust that after the first step, the second step will somehow be revealed. And after the second, the third is, I don't know people who have mapped out their path perfectly. I find that trusting the path is much better than trying to map it out. I mean, the direction is good, but how you get there, that's entirely in God's hands. I love that. That's so great. In our last few minutes, let's talk about a few tips to help everybody maximize today, regardless of what happened yesterday, a week ago, a month ago, or before. Yes. So one of the things is, uh, you know, we talked about it again earlier, is just stop judging or beating yourself up over over stuff that's already have that that's already happened because it's where it's belonging yesterday. So instead of getting up in the morning and then spending sort of that, uh, you know, the, the looping, having your brain loop around the same things over and over again uh, and not coming to a conclusion, it's a discipline to stop doing that. The second thing is I want to also encourage your listeners to not ask why questions. Because if I ask why, then my brain is trying to find an answer to something that may not be possibly answered. Because if I say, why is God putting me through this? I don't think there's an answer to that. And you said, you may not know until much, much later in the game. So let's not waste time on figuring out something that we cannot resolve. So the 
clean slate. Like, let's get up every morning and have a clean slate for today. And today is where you give it 100%. Not 110, not 90, 100. That's all there is to it. And so that to me is the, where's my time best spent? Who, whose lives can I enrich? Where can I, where can I serve? Where can, where can I support other people? Making sure I'm supported. It really is about finding more happiness, and it has to start within ourselves and not outside. Mm. It's so true. It's, it's always true that nobody can uh, nobody can ruin your day unless you let them. <laughs> nobody can make a great day unless you decide to let them. So it all comes back to what you're going to choose to do. Beyonce, thank you so much for being here today. It's been an absolute pleasure. What a I can't believe it's already been an hour. I mean, where did the time go? We just started chatting, and then you know one thing I, leads to another. But thank you so much. You've been a fantastic hostess. Oh, thank you. And you have a great quote I wanted to share here at the end. It's, there are a million ways to be successful. You only need to find one, yours. <laughs> Beate, thank you so much. And you guys can find her over at thewomenscode.com. That's thewomenscode.com, and you can find her over there. Now, we do want to just remind you that uh, this coming week is the Bible Study Expo over at BibleStudyExpo.com. Right now, you can pre-register to win uh, books that will be given away during the event. And, of course, we have one more show before then. But right now, if you go over to BibleStudyExpo.com, you can pre-register there and get the updates as well. And then also, um, my book, Flesh Your Best Soul, has just come out and is now available through Amazon.com. So I hope you will check that out too, flowthroughvessel.com. Or it's not flowthroughvessel.com, just flowthroughvessel is the name of the book. So there is also the .com available if you want to find out more about that there. Thank you so much for being with us today. I hope that you have a wonderful rest of the day, and we will see you next time on Marnie's Friends. Bye-bye for now. Money Troubles Got You Down? Visit www.godlywealth.com to discover the fastest way to financial peace. You'll gain perspective, biblical training, and clear direction to help you move from terrified to triumphant. It's all free and available to you online at www.godlywealth.com. Not only will you learn a balanced, godly perspective about money, but you'll also enjoy scripture set to music, a wealth roster worksheet, and much more, all free and online at www.godlywealth.com. That's www.godlywealth.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. 
Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.